Sorry, it's been so long since we last hung out. I've been super busy with the other podcast I host and also the part-time job I have. I've picked up so many extra hours in the last month that I've really been working a a full-time job. So you know how it goes. I've been trying to make ends meet. And I'm sure you're in the same boat too as I am, or maybe you're in a bigger boat and you can't relate to that whole thing. But uh, regardless, welcome to Pop Punk and Pizza. I'm Jacques Lamore, and I'm excited to welcome back Stuby Pondiv to the podcast. He's best known for Lucky Boy's Confusion. He's been, this would be the third time he's been on the podcast. But we did, however, spend the majority of this episode talking about his new solo project called Mr. Miz and the Infusions. We recorded this episode on the very last day of June, so it's been a while, at a uh, delicious pizza place called the Village Inn Pizzeria, located in beautiful downtown Skokie, Illinois. If you're ever in the area, I highly suggest going to Village Inn. Food and customer service was excellent, top-notch, so shout out to Desi and the entire staff of Village Inn for letting us record an episode there. I got a feeling we'll be going back there sometime. And Stuby and I start off by talking about a book he's currently writing. Let me live in the dark. location today coming from the village in pizzeria they were kind enough to let us have their back room so that's where we're at it's just this nice little back room tucked away if you've ever been to the village in you might not even know that they actually have a back room so they do like private <laughs> events back here and stuff like that and uh, uh i've been here a couple times i moved to skokie a couple years ago and um but it was during quarantine Yes, so we, and that's the last time we talked, and yeah. now we're talking in person. in person. I should mention and introduce our guest, Stuby Pandev from Lucky Boy's Confusion. And, uh, and I'm going to only correct you because... It's oh, so, it's I so, said I... No, it's, it's okay. It's, it's really easy to say. My last name is actually Pandev, Pondev, which is a pond and a dove. It's okay. I do that all the time. No, it, listen, <laughs> here's, here's why. Because... Uh, one thing I've learned, and as a you know, as an as an author and a and a, a, I, what I consider a wordsmith, I love looking into this kind of stuff. When we are each country, each not even country in this country, this country is so big. When you read a word, you see P A N. Well, when you see P A N, you see you think pan. pan. Yeah, yeah, not pawn. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's uh, but in, in Where yeah, would if that somebody be a... saw it, uh-huh. they would be go they would go pawn. So if they saw can only because they know to say it's can. so is that i don't know my english very okay. well but is that considered would that be called a long a then pawn is that pawn is long 
would that would be a long yeah. a right and yeah wait i don't <laughs> we're getting technical but it just made me wonder i'm like is that considered when they say no, a, pan, long pan a long a pan, pan is the long pan, a the shorter okay yeah. so pan is the short you're one you're taking me back to fucking third grade man <laughs> well well not third grade i don't know what it was well you know like wait yeah i, don't, I have no idea but when that gr- back to, grammar yeah. i'm yeah. so bad at grammar oh man um, i'm um we can get into this in a second but i'm writing yeah. a book right now in full-on huge book and i think you've mentioned that the the two times this is your third time on pop punk and pizza i know you've mentioned that a couple times too because isn't it's i've been working at it for that long yeah and it's a it's a memoir right or no no, it's not even a memoir is it fiction fiction. it is fiction fiction. it's uh, a hundred percent nothing to do with me i I thought it was nothing to do with me except i'm writing it (laughs) but um yeah it's just fiction it's a fiction fantasy book i don't have an education I, i i didn't i barely graduated high school so I know how to write just because it's something I'm naturally decent at. But it's like I hired an editor after I finished the book because it was so long, man. It was so it's longer than The Hobbit. So are you? <laughs> it's, I'm serious. I'm not kidding. It's longer than The Hobbit. So it's like it would 12 be, it would inches be like thick. a Harry Potter. Like, oh, a Harry Potter. A, like a late one of the later Harry okay. Potter books. I think. What is the longest Harry Potter book? No, book four. You don't You can talk to me about. I was. Idea. I would. Uh, you know what? You is it what? Goblet of Fire? Goblet of Fire was. Uh, you know what? I think it is Goblet of Fire. I think maybe Deathly Hallows is longer. I don't think so, though. I don't think so either. I think, I think, I think Goblet, Goblet of Fire, Fire is the longest yeah. one. Yeah. And I don't, I'll look it up how long that, how many words that is, but mine's 20,000 words longer than The Hobbit. So it's a long, <laughs> it's a long book. So I hired an editor. And uh, going back to the grammar thing, it's just like I'm learning, like, basically what people go to school for for like years. I'm learning, like, in a flash. And um, like you said, the grammar, like long A, short A, I am exposition, so term- in scene, all this stuff. I'm like, and I told my editor, I'm like, I have no idea what you're saying to me. You got to talk to me like I'm a, an idiot because she's really, she really likes the book. But and she would know her grammar but because she, she's an editor. She would know the grammar. Yeah. I'm like, you got to talk to me like you're talking to a like, sophomore in high school because that's my, where my education ended. And she's like, oh, okay. I'm totally downplaying my book. The book's really good. I'm actually pretty good at writing. I'm not like that, but it's just so. Like, is it? I just you, don't know my. Are you still going through the process of editing it? Then I'm on with the her, second or? edit. Okay. I'm on my. I'm on the second edit from her. Okay. So she sent it back once. I, I did. I did it, uh, the edit, and then uh, I since she sent the second one back, and this is the first one was more like fixing like more grammatical stuff like you were talking about, and then mm-hmm. this one, this is more like is everything making sense? Is a, is are the characters making you know here or should you have more dialogue here you should be more in scene so that's things like that so it's like yeah get into more of the it's like yeah this storyline isn't very good well a lot of <laughs> and lot you of, should you should extend this this story a little should, bit more here let me segue back into music and i'll say <laughs> i just wrote her a minute ago and uh right before you picked me up and i said there's something i say when when a lot of, a lot of bands will come uh, come to me and like help be like, hey, man, could you help us on with some songs? And something I like to say to them, I'm like, what are you doing there? And they're like, I'm, I'll say, you're double park, you're double parking. I go, both of those parts are good, but what's the point of that part? I'm like, it's a cool part. I'm like, that's fine. And if that, if you want that part in there, that's fine. Do you think it maybe could be a different song, or do you think that you're distracting the? Are you distracting the listener? So when you say double park, it's more like 
you've like, got two amazing parts, but they're they're fighting they're not, each other. They're, and then they're not even clashing musically. Like they're not like dissonant or they're not like there's not a, a, a like a clash. But it's just that it's distracting. It's 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 there's there's there does it doesn't need to be there. It it's taking away pick one or the other. So focus right. on one and 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 then and, save the other one yeah, save, for a different save, song. Save the other one for a different song or make it or I'm not telling you to not have the part in the song, but don't layer them. Make maybe there's ways of taking that make make it a eight bar bridge instead of a four bar bridge and have the first part go four bars and the second bar mm-hmm. go eight, four bars and that's what I'm learning with my book too is like okay are you being self-indulgent here? <laughs> Are you just writing this because you you really love this character and you wanted to say this? Or is it really adding value to the story? Are are your parts adding value to the song? Or are you just doing them because you just want to sing that line? Or you or you want to sing this lyric because you want your ex-girlfriend to hear it? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and that goes into well, pop punk. Well, it, <laughs> oh, it really does. Yeah. And when it gets down to it, it's it really... I guess I never thought about it until now, but there's so much that's similar because I know sometimes when I'm reading a book and the author will just really start going into super detail about something and he just keeps going and going. And I'm like, okay, like when is, is this, is this part over yet? Or are we done talking about what his shoes look like? Yeah, well, exactly. (laughs) So that's a really great, that's a really great point. And it depends on what you're listening to. First things first, Lucky Boy's Confusion, 25 years as a band this year. Yeah. You yeah, had that. a celebration not too long ago at Bottom Lounge. Yeah, May 27th, we play the Bottom Lounge, sold out, which I normally wouldn't be like, oh my God, we sold out Bottom Lounge because, and I don't mean that like any any disrespect, but like we usually sell out House of Blues. Yes. But after quarantine, we just kind of went like, hmm, maybe scale it back see where we're at and come back and we sold out so like we'll probably have to go back to like a metro or house of blues next but it was great it was sold out it was fantastic smart move on your on your behalf sure. uh, on the band's behalf because i feel like not everybody's ready to go out yet man. well it's not just it's not just there's so many things some people aren't ready to go out and there's also just i feel an influx of live music just because of the last year or the last two years not only do you still have some of these 2020 tours taking place in 2022 you have all the new yep tours and shows on top of it and from a music insider like from the inside of it what's happening is people that oh we got food coming pizza here it is that looks delicious thank you so Um, much one quick Request. Oh, we need another. Yeah, yeah I was wondering we need another if I could, beer. Uh, order a beer from uh, from Gabby. If you can set her back. Um, something different. <laughs> Where? Uh, just any IPA is fine with me. I know, but what's the order? Uh, that's what I'm saying. I don't remember the name. Yeah, just <laughs> any IPA is fine with me. Okay. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. We didn't. That was the first time we met her. But Gabby, yeah. Gabby is our waitress. Gabby's our waitress, and we'll she is she is very cool. Yeah, uh, she she is. is very nice too. But yeah. um, so we ordered a medium. So it's a fourteen inch thin crust pizza here from Village Inn in Skokie. Stuby is you'll be so surprised <laughs> by this. He likes things spicy. I I can't imagine where that comes from. Nah. <laughs> 
I was just thinking it's got to be from your Northern Ireland heritage. Absolutely. I mean, your hair is just so bright, <laughs> bright red. red. Yeah. You know, and I just got sausage. But Stuby got sausage and, and jalapeno. Because yeah. I have to. Or I'd be just be, I'd be emptying the crushed red pepper. So, <laughs> so one way or another, I'm getting it. Back to LBC, the show was great. The reception was amazing. My brother, who isn't, whose brother is in a band called Swizzle Tree. You guys should all check him out. But he's in Swizzle Tree. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yep. Has, it always, has he always been in Swizzle Tree? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. The, Swizzle Tree was a band when LBC started. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, probably I was probably been that, but, probably but. been around just just as long or a little bit younger, maybe. Who? Swizzle. So, than us. Swizzle Tree. Oh, Swizzle Tree's been around. Swizzle Tree started the same time that my my old band Farm Boy started, so okay. they've been around for like good three years longer than us. Okay. They're gonna they're gonna so come up on 30. thirty years, but they don't yeah. they don't really play much anymore. Right. But and well, they brother, do play with you guys once in a while. Yeah, and if they do, they do. They my brother's got another project right now called Temple of Dome. He's doing a whole. Should look at this pizza, by the way. Yeah. There's the. I don't mean to interrupt you. No. <laughs> I just wanted to. If you're watching the video version, uh, we are showing off our pizza. This looks absolutely delicious. The sausage is a perfect size. Mm -hmm. Crust is is like a nice because when you order thin crust, you never know if you're gonna get like a thinner thin, thin crust or a apart. or yeah. it's a thicker. Yeah, thin this is right crust, in the middle. If that makes sense, but yeah, this is right in the middle. So your brother's new project. Yeah, it's called Temple of Dome. And he's doing like a new album. Uh, he's doing a whole album about weed. <laughs> I swear to God. And it's a, it's a, but it's a rock album. It's so, so funny you say that. On my way here on 294, mm -hmm. I, it was like three consecutive billboards yeah. for a cannabis shop. Sure. The first one was just all black and it had single with a question mark. Mm. And then the next one was like, well... I forget the name of the dispensary, sure. but it was like such and such a dispensary is ready to mingle with mm -hmm. you or something. I just, I thought it was funny. It was great. Somebody sat around a boardroom and decided that those were going to be the advertisers. So I mean, those are going to be the billboards. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I think about now. Like somebody sat around and decided this. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But he was there. And the, the reason I brought him up is because he's not one to like, throw around compliments really i mean he, he is he's very supportive but he said i have not seen a crowd sing every word to every song since i was at the weezer show and i was like i mean i'm not the biggest weezer wow. fan but i respect you know like <clears throat> and that's cool that's and when i'm on stage i don't really i only see like the first like three rows you know like I mean, expect them all to be singing because they're if they're gonna sit through that crowd and you know like, then they probably know all the songs, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was nice. It was it was a really, it was a really good time. You know, twenty five years is a big deal. And then and and then we got to riot out of the pandemic. You know, yeah, coming well. out of the pandemic, and then we got to announce Riot Fest. So and I mean, is this your first time playing Riot Fest? Yeah, I yeah, only, which only is time. so funny to say because yeah, we've been. I mean. Riot Fest has been around a long time, and so have we. But the thing with Riot was, if we would have done Riot when we were a touring band, which when Riot wasn't around, right? Yeah, it would have been fine. We'd have played Riot, and we'd have gone on tour. But as a non-touring band now, we do most of our shows in the Midwest, 
they're they have a huge radius clause. If you're playing right, you can't play the area for a long time. Well, a lot of our summer shows are festival shows in in the city in Indiana, Wisconsin, and uh, all around Illinois. You know, like so. You're not playing Summerfest this year, are no, you? We no, we can't. And you can't. Right, Even you if can't. we well, we played last year. We we got to play with Three Eleven last year. It was pretty cool. Oh, that's yeah. right. It wasn't like it would have been if it was three. You know, four years ago. There's right. still, again, people were still. I mean, I was. I, I was. You know, I'm. Like I, I mean, for those that people know, I'm sick. I can't. I can't take a chance of getting COVID. I'll get really, really sick. So, you know, it was, it was kind of like frightening. So we didn't get to do right because of that, because different members of the band have different things that they value. And a couple of the guys really love, love playing those festival shows, like those street festivals and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, they're cool. Division. I know you guys have played, right? Division? Is that what yeah, it's called? Yeah, we've uh, done them all. Yeah. I think we've done them all. At some point in time over the years, we've done them all. So it's like, for me, it's just like, well, I wanted to do Riot. You know, like I wanted to do something. We've done all the fest- street festivals. Not that there's anything wrong with them. It's just so this year with it being 25 years, I just kind of was like, guys, come on. I want to do this. <laughs> I'm like, let's let's give it to me. please. Yeah. It's 25 years. It's a bucket list thing. You know, yeah. I mean, especially how big Riot Fest has become oh. ever since it started. It's just grown into such a I'll never forget when Riot Fest first started and I heard of it. It used to be hosted at like, what, mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. or five or however many different venues yeah. throughout. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to go to the different venues to see the bands. And then finally, they're like, OK, it was a cool idea. Yeah. Oh, it was. I thought it was great. Yeah. I love a lot of the guys that work at Riot. They're great guys. Dan Wade, you know, I've been friends with him for I can't even I don't even know how many years, but it's just a. It's a good environment there. They're good people. I want to do the show. So, and it just made sense with 25 years. All right, 25 years, we're doing this big deal of a show. And then after Riot, we'll we'll do some stuff, more stuff for the 25 years. I'm not really sure what yet, but we'll do some stuff. And cap off 25 years. And, you know, if Joe was, the cool thing is this, 25 years of the same members. And we were just talking about Gabby. There's Gabby. And Gabby's bringing our wonderful waitress. Yes, thank, thank you, you so much. Hi, what Gabby. It, <laughs> what what did you bring, Stubby? Nice. Nice. M- mutant beer? It's a Oscar Blues. Oscar Blues IPA. And uh, Oscar Blues is a very cool company. I wrote them once about something that went wrong with, like, uh, I got a case that were um, all the cans, every one of the cans were exploding. I mean, like, they were just sitting in my fridge. And all you did like, is just them up. And I wrote him, I'm like, hey, I'm not looking for anything. I just like your beer, and I want you to know that this is happening. And oh, they, you're wearing... <laughs> they sent me this. They sent me one for my baby. They sent me one for my wife. Wow. They sent me koozies. They were just... Re- and it was a handwritten note. I think it probably helped that I didn't go like, I want my money back. You know? Right, you like, are. It's not, it's not their fault. I mean, like, right. something happened. Like, the it's probably because wherever I bought it from, stocked old like after a certain date, the the beer is gonna fizz up, especially these IPAs and stuff. But yeah, a good story though. Good story of good customer service, and 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 I'm now I support now I support every time I see them on a on a menu. I, I they have to get them. Yeah, I buy it because awesome. I'm gonna love it. Perfect. Cheers, everyone. Get it? Yeah. Thank, Thank you, Gabby. The pizza is delicious. Mm-hmm. By the way, it's amazing. I don't remember it being this good, but it's probably because yeah. I got it delivered. 
Oh, you it know, all, it always tastes yeah. better in the restaurant. Well, you get it right away. You get it right away. It's coming right out of the oven. You you just can't go wrong. It's really good. Yeah, 25 years. I mean. We're talking about Joe. I yeah. Think. I mean, like, if Joe is still, uh, uh, still alive, it would be 25 years with the same guys. And, you know, we got Sherman now. And Sherman's been in the band for now almost a decade. I think a decade. No, it is a decade. Because Joe died in 2022. I mean, sorry, 2012, Joe died in 12. right? Yeah. Joe, it's 2022 and Joe died in 2012. So, yeah, it has been about 10 years, yeah. So, I mean, it's the same guys. We're, that's who LBC is. It's like we are, we're that kind of unit of guys that somebody might see, say, me or Adam or me or Ryan or Jason and Ryan out and might be like, hmm, those guys don't really... Or they might see, like, they, they might think that we don't get along or, like, we don't, but we do. <laughs> uh, I mean, we, we are just the greatest of friends. And you uh, don't run into too many, too many bands that have the same lineup. No. For, Maybe Bowling for Soup. That's about it. I mean, I know the, the first one that always comes up is, like, ZZ Top. People oh, always oh, yeah, okay. Of course, I mean, their basis. I was thinking so pop punk. I was yeah. thinking pop punk. I yeah. mean, yeah, Bowling for Soup. I mean, even. Um, even you got. Uh, Green Day. Green Day. Yeah. People will argue, though, their original drummer was not Trey Cool, but. Uh, you know. Slap Happy? Yeah. The, the first record. He was on, he was on Kerplunk. Fir- he was on Kerplunk. That yeah. was his first record. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's the only so, I'm sorry. I don't care. <laughs> no, I don't no, care. No. As smooth as Slap Happy Hours is, 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 is a Kerplunk good Kerplunk is an amazing record. Kerplunk is where they hit their stride. Yeah. It's, smooth as Slap Happy Hours was still like. High schooly, you know what I mean? They yes, were like, it's still like very a, 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 high like, and it, Not that it was bad, but no, they fi- they they found their sound. Yeah, in I mean, when I come around, is on Kerplunk. I mean, it's like, is it? Or welcome to paradise. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Welcome, yeah, yeah. No, welcome to paradise is on Kerplunk. You're right. Yeah. So think about when that. I- <laughs> the, the, the huge song that that they're that was their biggest song off that record. It's hard to keep a band together these days. It's hard to keep personalities like the five of ours six of ours sorry including sherman talking personalities who is who who has what personality i mean obviously start with yourself um but i'm the guy that talks all the time like i'm, a, I'm the big talker i'm the i'm the i'm the face of the band you know yeah. and i they call me what do they call me the the ever optimist when news comes through i'm always like cool this is gonna be awesome we're gonna be the biggest band in the world and like you know like just always seeing the good adam is the quiet one right no i mean <laughs> is he not the quiet one is that someone else in the band well or maybe that would have been joe i don't know i don't think there's a quiet one like no quiet one because I, mean, I don't maybe, know maybe in public i mean but not mm-hmm. with us like he's no but adam's <laughs> the uh the ever pessimist we'll be having we'll be having a meeting and somebody will say something and he'll say his piece and i'll be like I'll just drop my face because I'll be like, let me guess, Stevie, you think the exact opposite thing. And then like, <laughs> and it is true every single time. Not every single time. Obviously, we wouldn't have, have the, the band that we the have. Band. Yeah. But would, I mean, right. we, we're, we're very different. And uh, he's, uh, he's very, he's always looking for something better. Uh-huh. And I'm just, and that, and that, which is great. It's a great quality to have, you know, and I'm. And I think my attitude is like, this is what we got. Let's, let's, how, could, how good can we make this? That must be how you balance each other we out. We do. That's, yeah. that's what they say. That's what the other guys in the band say. It's like, most bands have one leader. We have two leaders. Jason is the all-American 
hard work and get her done, level-headed. And I feel like Ryan kind of falls in that category too. Like both Jason and Ryan are just kind of like Ryan now, not <laughs> not Ryan at touring. Uh, but like, you know, he's just family man, just kind of doing that kind of like down home kind of good old boys kind of stuff. Like, and then Sherm's just, he's just, just a weirdo. He's just, <laughs> he's just a fun guy. He's like still like the the kid in the band, you know. He's like the young guy. He's a uh, is he a, the youngest one? Oh yeah, out of by the, far. Yeah, yeah okay. like and and he's uh, but even then <laughs> we're all so old. But I mean, like he's a uh, he's still like wet behind the ears, and it's a lot of fun because he didn't experience the glory days. So a lot of these experiences, like dude, I played Lollapalooza, I played Warp Tour, I. I played in front of 18,000 people in Tampa. And played over 200 shows in a year. Oh, absolutely. Things I've like done that. it all. Yeah. And so, so have Ryan, Jason, and Adam, but not Sherman. So all these experiences are fun for him. Like, they're like, he probably won't, he hasn't really said it to me, but he's got to be shitting his pants that he's playing Riot Fest, you know? I would he be. He because well, like, last, I mean, even last summer with, you know, 311, I mean, that was, mm-hmm. I had to have been a, a, a huge bucket list well, yeah, oh apps for him his is his favorite band of all time so the and play one of the biggest festivals oh, in the country sure. the biggest well the biggest because it's spread out over like twenty five thousand days but like you know but still <laughs> twenty five thousand it, days <laughs> it, it's so it's such a long i love Summerfest. don't get me wrong i i wish i could go it does go on for two weekends doesn't yeah, it? it well it, no it, it used to be two weeks i thought Two weeks straight. Well, no, I don't know. see, like, I've never straight. I don't think they do like the Monday, Tuesday, but like okay, two long. I think mm-hmm. it's Thursday through Sunday, though. Okay, I mean, so it's like that's mm-hmm. more than the that's the majority of the week, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, um, uh, but well, it's just so, like what Lollapalooza. Some it, sometime in the last two to four to five years, ex- yeah. added a day, yeah, onto their festival. But with, with Sherman, he got to come into an established product that already had a fan base built. He didn't have to do like the grind of like going playing every night. But but on that note, he was also in two of my other bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously he had been playing he, in the he, scene. Yeah. And, and he and yeah. so he did the grind there. Uh, not the same way. But no. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was fun. So people ask me, like, did you think you could you would get to 25 years with the same guys? And I'm like. Well, yeah, if I didn't. I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have started it. Nobody thinks they're going to break up. No. But but did I logically? Yeah. Ryan and I have known each other since high school. Jason and I are extremely close. Adam's my baby's godfather. If other bands are listening, it takes a lot of hard work. It's the same amount of effort I have to put into my romantic relationship that I put into this band to make sure last year I started this thing and the guys have car- are going to keep carrying on, but I invited all the guys over to the bands and their wives and their children. And I said, we're doing this every year. One day we're not going to play music anymore. One day I'm going to be too sick to not play anymore, man. I'm like it's going to happen. It's, it's, a, it's not around the corner, but it's going to happen. Yeah. And for um, those that don't know, Stuby has MS. Yeah. He's diagnosed with MS uh, almost three, three, well, no, four, 20, so four, Four years. I was yeah. di- I was diagnosed in 2018, but you I, announced, I, I announced it, it in 2019. In, uh, you announced it, it a just, year later. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to live with it for a year before I. Right. I'm not famous or anything, but like in this, I do have a public life, you know, like a public persona, and I just kind of want to live with it for a little bit. But saying going back to like the, the the thing, and everybody came. It was such a great time, and you know, and I kept saying over and over again, I go, it is up to us. To stay friends. It is up to us to make sure that we want to 
we shared the best moments of our lives together. It is so easy to just fade away, but put some effort into it. And then this year, Ryan's like, cool, my house this year. And I think we're going next, next month. So nice. Yeah. So every year, you know, one, one year, Jason will host one year, you know, yeah, uh, just take turns. Uh, yeah. Or I'll host every year. I don't care. And I, I want to. You're not just making music to. If you if you're just making music together, you're raging against the machine. How well do you think those guys get along? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, and I get it. So, for some, in some situations, it's just business. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just. You're, I I don't I don't hang out with everybody that I work with. No, a lot of them, but I don't <laughs> hang out with everybody I work with. Right. I, just because if you're looking at it like that, sure. But if you want something like we have. Takes a lot of effort. Takes a lot of effort, and it takes a lot of love. And then I don't mean to sound cheesy, but I love those guys, and and I tell them on a regular basis, and I and I try to make sure that we stay as close as we can. So yeah, and then that's why you get to play Riot Fest twenty five <laughs> years later because you still love each other, you know. Yeah, and the fact that you get to do it twenty five years later, even after the fact that Lucky Boys hasn't been signed to a label to a major label in years in hasn't 20 years yeah hasn't done any extensive touring in several years as well all those things i think it's yeah. a it's a true testament that you still get to play riot fest even though there are you know so many bands that did that were so much bigger than us outside of like chicago or even in, even within Chicago at yeah. some point, and I mean we could just name them off right now, and very few of them can still do what we do what we do here. Everybody from Plain White Tees to Mess to and just name the bands and show off. You know all these bands that got, were Mess was on tour with Good Charlotte. You know I mean they 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 are big and like. I, you know, I'm friends with Tony and, and, and like it, they, they still can do cool stuff all around the country, but there's something special about LBC in Chicago. And, you know, I mean, of course there's follow up, but follow up would do that anywhere. You know, that they, they hit a level that that's a different kind of, <laughs> right. yeah, that's, yeah. that's, it doesn't, they're, they're not even, they're not really even Chicago anymore. You know, they're just too big to like pumpkins too. Like that's just, they're still from Chicago, but they're on a global level yeah, exactly. at this point. Like, that's a different kind of situation. And, but, you know, do you think, and maybe that's just because when you decided, okay, we're not hitting the road anymore on a on a, a regular basis, we're just going to focus on our home. Yeah. And of course, and LBC, this is a big part of it too, and we've touched on it a couple times. You've been on LBC has always given back to the scene mm-hmm. very well, and I think that that plays a huge role in probably why sure. lbc does so well was, whenever you play in chicago or the region it's just the fact that you've given back to the that, younger a lot, artists a lot of that I, I don't think the guys would disagree a lot of that came from me i had a very strong commitment to make sure that it was hard it wasn't that hard but like, I mean, it was it was it was difficult for us to get chance to play in chicago nobody like, oh, just these kids from the suburbs playing this goofy music, you know, like, mm-hmm. they, well, well, you know, we want to have triple fast action and uh, smoking popes and da, 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 da. like, you know, it's like, and I don't blame them because triple fast action and smoking popes could be defined. They were doing pop punk. Well, triple fast action was indie rock, you know, like, and um, who else? Uh, Veruca Salt was doing 
alternative rock. It was definable. And here's these five kids from the suburbs with a brown singer. And, you know, guys, like, it, I know it doesn't matter anymore, but we're talking about 1997. You guys won't believe how many people, how many labels told me that there's no way they'll sign an Indian lead singer because I, I can't, because I couldn't sell records. Who's going to relate to me? I'm serious. I'm not, that's not even a but that joke. Doesn't, obviously, in the time period, Things were they, they things were a only, lot different. They said though. only black or white. There, there's no need for, and even black, they were like, mm, it has to be really, really good, you know. <laughs> but, but it's so it's so strange hearing that because you never blasted your Indian culture in your songs. Like you were never. No, I mean, I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I sing a Indian Indianish style of melody and, and um, one of the right, and then. Uh, in I, I I did sing in Hindi at the end of throwing the game and then yeah. but I but I, I it don't wasn't know. like it wasn't like, but, but it like, wasn't well, well that was the point I'm the first I'm the first Asian person to do Western music without an Indian twist or an Asian twist I didn't want to be marketed I didn't want to do that I was making I was just making music I I didn't want to do corner shop I didn't want to be Apache Indian I didn't want to be Asian rock. I wanted to do do alternative music, American alternative music, just me singing. And you know, I didn't mind being like mind the Indian thing being whatever. But you know, it was hard enough to like get them to get a label to sign us, let alone push that angle. Ryan, uh, our drummer, always was like, "Why didn't they ever push that angle?" He's like, "You're a first. And I'm like, "And now I know. Now we got the young the giant." We had Young the Giant. We had Lola Ray. After after me, there was a couple others. Young the Giant, Lola Ray. A couple I'm not other. sure who else. Well, Huba Stink. Just just think about. Oh yeah, that's true. Think but about Huba it now, Stink's though. Half and and yeah, that and and that kind of Asian and 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 sorry if this sounds racist because it's not. I just mean like there's two different kinds of Asians, but that kind of Asian, meaning Chinese, Korean, Japanese, has been in this country. A hundred years longer than most, in, like than the Indian influx. Indian influx came after the Civil Rights Act was passed, so that it's a very different situation. Asian food, Asian Chinese. Let's just say Chinese because everybody gets what I'm trying to say. Chinese food culture stuff has been in this country for a lot longer, so it's so they're just like, who's gonna buy something from this Indian kid, you know? Yeah. So with that, I was just thankful. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to give back to this community. So that's when we started that Songs from a Scene stuff. Started where it was every year we do two shows at the Metro or Hustle Blues. And I'd put on three bands from three new bands each night from the scene, from the Chicago suburban scene. And try to give them an opportunity to play, you know, a venue that I, f- I felt thankful to be able to play. And that's all it was. And that comes from your your dad too i said that kind of comes comes from your your dad too right he kind of instilled that giving back giving back to those absolutely my father was born in india and he when people have no idea what poor is in this country the poorest person in this country would have so much more than my dad did my dad grew up in a house made out of dirt and every day workers would come and take a combination of cow dung and hay that they'd mix into this mixture and coat the the dirt walls so they'd stay up in case it rained. Because otherwise it would collapse. Uh, Because it's it's dirt. Yeah. But if there's cow dung and hay over it, unless there's a 
torrential downpour, which guess what? There's a monsoon uh, in India. It, so like those walls would fall and the walls would have to be rebuilt. You, ha- you went into the forest to take a shit. There wasn't running water in his hometown until the year before he died. All right. Um, uh, he, he put running water into the town. I don't want to cry right now. So no, it, it, it is. Yeah, like, I don't want to. It's, it's okay. I totally understand. We don't have to talk yeah, about it. Yeah. I guess we could first transition from hoodie life sure. into well, Mr. Life and was Ms. a tragedy because hoodie life. I played our record release show with hoodie life a week before or two weeks before we went into a full lockdown. I remember that. And then. I moved, then I started going into the moving process, right? Like I, my, my lease was up. I had to go, whatever. And that was when it was heavy, heavy lockdown. Like, you know, like if there were shares, I would have bought shares in zoom and like, you know, like a house party. And so many yeah. people I feel like did buy shares in zoom yeah, actually sure. at that time. Probably because it made sense, but <laughs> yeah. Well, and you're a finance guy. I am. So. <laughs> I am a finance guy. But it, it was sad because I, man, I just kind of started getting listening to it again because it, it just hurt so bad to have it like basically shelved. Like it, it came out and it was done. It, it was, and we couldn't get together. We we couldn't write. Jeremy and Brian my drummer and bassist from hoodie life just moved on to their project and prize fighter because they lived together so they could work together. Pat started doing like more instrumental stuff. And then he started get, getting into like a, uh, he's a, a real estate agent now. Brad and I just kind of, Brad was going back into his stuff too, but like, we just couldn't get together. It was, that was it, it was, we were done. And so it is done. It's, like it's, at least for now. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, like unless we can figure out a way to like get back into a rehearsals, situation and man and that kind of transitions into i kind of got like you know i was just like everybody else i got a little depressed and you know like when when quarantine happened and stuff like that but it was kind of good for my mental health because i was just kind of getting into my getting used to my disease and being left alone was nice for a little bit just to kind of like take it in because i had just done my ms sucks show yes and then we went into lockdown and it just gave me a little I had just announced that I was sick. So it was, it was, it was, it was nice to do that. It gave and th- you, gave you a, a break away from, yeah. Cause obviously when that was announced, everyone and their mom was my phone, messaging you or I've texting never, you. I've never had so many and it was so wonderful. People are so kind. I haven't had that many messages in my, uh, since, uh, Joe or my dad died, you know, like it's just, was a really big deal, but it's a lot of stimulation. It is. And I just needed a, and I was buying a house it just was a lot of stuff. I just had my baby, you know, like I just was a lot going on, but I'm a songwriter and I just, Jason, actually this was Jason that Shaltajan was just, I was talking to him. He's like, yeah, man, just throwing shit around. He's just like, yeah, man, you know, we should, we should maybe do a reggae record. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Just stuck in my head. And I just was like, yeah, whatever. Nothing still, no creativity. And then all of a sudden, like, the George Floyd stuff happened. Stuff. Like, it's just, like, stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, you, you know. Yeah. And it just... I've always been the type of writer that, like, I 
since I'm not like a true musician, I mean, I can play, but like, I'm not like a music guy. I like it. We, I remember we talked about this last time. I remember you saying pro, like proactive reactive. Is that what you're getting into? Yeah. Yeah. So I have a lot of, when I get really stirred up by something, I have these reactive reactions. <laughs> uh, I, I have these, I'm reactive and I usually don't know when it's happening, but three songs came out of me in like within the span of a day. Like, and like, I'm talking about like, sure. I like honed the lyrics out a little bit and stuff like that. And, um, as far as having the structure. Right. And yeah. Yeah. And so how it went was I usually I've always worked with Pat Gilroy or Adam Cryer or Brad, or or I, I was always co-writing with people because you know I'm not a like a musician guy, but I was in lockdown. I didn't have anybody to write with. You didn't, and I just realized. Did you? Oh my god! Did you not think about we could do this over Zoom or we, we could do this over? We can't because there's can't. a there's like a couple millisecond delay, so you can't play together. Oh. So you don't notice it when you're talking, but if you're trying to be in sync with music, you can't do it, and it's frustrating. But what I realized there was that. I can write my own fucking songs. I just, it's just easier to have somebody else do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I finished these tunes because I, not because I was like, oh, I want to write these tunes by myself. You know, it wasn't like that. It was, it wasn't the opportunity it was, it was presented itself. And it was a necessity. It, it, what would happen is I just would think of another idea, think of another idea, think of another idea. And I had nothing else to do. I was in fucking quarantine. And so, my showers were longer. That's where I write most of my lyrics. I mean, like, I just were like, like, cause I had nothing to fucking do, man. So I just, I'm, now I'm just, now I have an image. In oh, my sorry, head. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, um, yeah, I don't look quite the same as I used to, but, um, but, but, um, but, you know, I, um, you know, I just started writing, um, and I even presented the songs to LBC, but it didn't work because it just, it wasn't a Stubby and Adam creation. It was mine. And, it just didn't feel right. And, and I could tell the guys weren't digging they it. They weren't into it because well, it I wasn't. Mean, they, they loved the songs. They did. They, they, they were really into the songs, but they just was like, it just wasn't LBC. And I, and I just like, okay. So I pulled the songs from the guys. And right around that time is when I'm like, I think I'm writing a solo record. And I, I just, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize it. I just was like, oh, that's what you're doing. I just kind of go. My, you know, like my mom, my therapist, everybody just says, you just kind of do stuff. And then you think about it later. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I do. So, and that's good, good and bad. Yeah, I yeah. Well, I mean, at least, uh, not, uh, like, hopefully, not, uh, so far, none of it's been destructive. But, yeah, uh, like, yeah. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm pretty level headed. And, and I'm sure I know a little bit that what's, what's happening in my head. But, like, I do the same thing, man. I have the same problem. So I can relate. I, I, I do it and then, yeah. It's just us creative types just kind of like, you know, I have theories on it, like what, how our minds work a little bit. We tap into a part of our brain that we don't really know how to use, but it still is part of us. Yep. So anyway, so I, I wrote these tunes, I started it and then I was like, all right, crap. Well, I can do whatever the fuck I want. This is all mine now. Yet uh, again, a, yet again, a new, an absolutely new. And this is the newest out of everything because the feelings that I feel about this project, both good and bad, are brand new sensations. So, I 
go, okay, well, I'm going to do things differently. So I had these songs, right? And I had an idea. And especially with everything that was happening in the world, I was like, I have some ideas. But at that same time, I, I had been seeing my baby to sleep and I got bored of singing the same shit. And I just started writing a tune. One of my friends came over, actually my first visitor at quarantine. Like, you know, when we finally go quarantine for two weeks and you can come over, sleep over, spend a couple of days. That way we can hang out and then mm-hmm. and then we'll see you again after a couple of weeks of quarantine, whatever. Right. And he was he's like, what were you singing in there? And I'm like, ah, oh, just some stupid song I wrote for Lila. My daughter's name is Lila. And he's like, you have to record that. You have to at least record a version for her or yourself. I'm like, really? I mean, it's, it's kind of cute. I mean, it's, it's fun. And it's still some of my best lyrics. But I just didn't think about it that way. And um, record recorded it. And uh, just my own version of it. And that's when everything was like, I listen back, I'm like, this is good. This is good. You know, I'm like, okay, just singing it every night for her didn't, I didn't, I didn't quite get, like, you know, I'm just singing it. You needed that outside perspective. I needed to hear it. You needed yeah. that outside yeah. perspective, I feel like, And too. I was like, oh, cool. So I had that song, I had My Dirty Fingernails, and I had it, uh, and then I bought a ukulele, and I wrote It's Obvious. What I'm wondering, yeah. I know this is probably a question you get all the time, because but I'm just going to go so- back to that story, but, but just please ask. <laughs> why not Stuby? Hmm. As you're, you know, why, why not? Because before Super Happy Fun Club started, uh, a band that I was in for a while, and um, it was called Stuby and the Bad Habits. And I hated getting up on stage and saying that. So you didn't want to get up on stage or, or even just talking about it online. You didn't want to say, and honestly, say your name. I, I wanted it to be its own thing. I didn't want it to be a Lucky Boys thing. Stevie is Lucky Boys, you know? That's and true. Like, when people hear your name, that's the first Lucky thing Boys. they think of. Yeah. So actually, I, I was talking to my brother a little earlier. I, have not, I haven't even posted from the LBC page about this. I posted it around Christmas time, the Hallelujah cover. Yes. But that's not. That's not, not the, your original. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, hey, yeah. it's a cool video. Happy, you know. Because that, that was the first song that, the first that you, song, yeah. you released was that cover. And there's a reason for that. I'll, I'll explain that in a second. Um, but like. I just didn't, I wanted to do this on my own. It was really important to me to do that. I don't know why I'm, I'm still kind of going through that, the understanding of that, but cause like my brother and like uh, my, Brad and a lot of my friends are like, why don't you promote this? I'm like, cause I don't want nothing to, I don't, I don't want to ride their coattails. And my brother goes, you are the coattails. <laughs> and I'm like, I know, but He's got a point. I'm, yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to have to agree with your brother on I that. I know, but I don't know. LBC guys sometimes have a, keep our other projects separate. I don't know how much I care, but I mean. It, so that also, was also an influence on. Yeah, a little bit. Not, on why not, you not, chose. Not it's not like they're like, oh, don't, you know, like not like that. It's just more like, you know, yeah. let's let's keep AM Taxi there. And then like, but AM Taxi is a very different situation. They That's a big band. They got signed and they have a, right. a where, I'm, where I'm trying to start a brand new thing out. But here's the thing. I don't really care if it gets big. And the other thing is I made myself a promise. I'm like, and which I thought was going to be impossible. I go, if you ever get, you know, I think I was, I said, if you ever get more than 25,000 plays on a song, 
then you can post on LVC. So I recently just hit 30,000 on Mr. Mi- uh, Mr. Mrs. Uh, Mistakes of Our Father. And now I'm like, oh, okay. All right. So I'll, uh, um, I, I'll probably, I'll, I'll, I don't know when the next song is going to come up, but I'll probably, you know, because I do think that fan base would really like what I'm doing here. But I just, you know, I just want pride, you know? I, I just wanted to do this on my own. And getting back to what, what I did. So I, I took these four songs, like Hallelujah, which it was just these four songs that kind of, and I felt like nobody wanted me to put out. And Hallelujah, I remember, I'm not going to say his name, but thank you so much. Thank you, Gabby. Was that a song you sang to your daughter by chance to put her to sleep? Was that one of the songs? There was songs? just one day. So my story with, with Hallelujah is I'm a huge Nirvana fan. And in Penny Royalty, he goes, give me a Leonard Cohen afterworld. And I'm like, who the fuck's that? So back then, there wasn't, I mean, there was internet, but like, it wasn't <laughs> not really, not not like not convenience. Not like this, not, no. Yeah. I mean, you have to lo- like dial in. Dial, and, dial uh, up I'm and... so aging myself right now, but like <laughs> dating myself right now. But um, so I well, went to a lo- I went to a local music shop and I found a uh, Leonard Cohen CD, and I found Hallelujah, and I was like, "Wow, this is cool." As a poet myself, in a in a uh, like a lyrics matter, you know, I was like, "This is cool," and I listened, 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 listened. Just like you do with any song, you don't listen to it every day. You know, you just right. you, you get over it. Maybe ten years later, I was in L.A. recording "Throwing the Game," and it was the first time that I heard Jeff Buckley's version of it. And then I heard Rufus Wainwright's version of it a couple of years later. And before I heard their version, I was like, I think I can do this song in a different way, you know. And sure, their ideas, their versions, like gave me some ideas, but. I sang it in, in the shower and, and I, I, I do these trills in it and I didn't, am I crazy or does that sound really good? I'm like, okay, so I, I, I didn't think about it much and I brought it up to a, a like, again, I, I don't want, I'm not, I'm not going to throw anybody on the bus, but I'll tell you that it was nobody in LVC. But I brought it up to other bandmates and they're like, you don't cover Hallelujah. It's ridiculous. You know, like there's, People that have people have covered this song. What you think you're, you know? I'm like, you haven't even heard me. Like, you haven't even heard me do it. Like, sing it. Why? And so they I, just thought it was cheesy. Yeah, they just thought and, it was like lame. Yeah, like mm-hmm. like it's already been done. Nobody can do it better. And I'm like, who's saying that I want to do it better? I just want to do my own version of it. And I didn't even get to explain what it was. So I just buried it, buried it, buried it. And then one day after quarantine and this whole thing with these songs happened where I took them back and I was like, you know what? You're writing a solo record. Fuck everyone. At least go record it. At least go record it. So I recorded it and I recorded a bunch of these other tunes that were nobody that I played music with liked. And obviously Hollywood did really well. I think I got like, like, what is it? 16,000 plays on the video or whatever. And then, People are like, oh man, why don't you do that earlier? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You guys. And uh, I will say, I that was, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. I don't. I was. It was the last thing I was expecting. Was that's the other reason? I did it. You know, yeah, yeah. and I was like, wow. I was like, this is, this is awesome. Although a person would think, after all the different things Stubby has done, 
that you would <laughs> you would expect that because you're always doing something new and you're I always am. doing something different. Well, so. hallelujah, man. The song started meaning something very, very different to me after I got sick. And this goes into your question about why Mr. Miz. Mr. Miz is Mr. MS, you know, um, and and the infusions are the infusions I get every six months. So I'm Mr. Miz, and the infusions are what keep me alive. So I'm Mr. Miz. And the are you still doing infusions or are those? I'll do them for the rest of my life. Okay. Every six months. I remember. I thought they were going to be done, but then they're like, nope, can't, can't. The last time we talked about it Could, was, was, take a chance. was in 2019. Yeah. You know, so, and that was right when, yeah. And that's right when things were happening. So yeah. it's, so it's, it's a lifelong, every six months you get these infusions. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I remember when we, when we did talk about it that three years ago, mm -hmm. It was, they're incredibly helpful yes. uh, compared to the other medications oh, yes. that were available. Oh, yes. And I remember I fought, you had to fight. You had to fight for that. Yep. So, you know, so, you know, this became a, a project for about my struggle with MS and my, and then a lot of what was happening in the world. Here's my opportunity to, not like the guys hindered me, but I just always felt responsible for the lyrics or what I was saying, because I was representing other people, you know? And I was like, here's my chance. And I put out these four songs. So I did things very differently this time. I put out these four songs, these just independent singles, Hallelujah. And I'm not an idiot. After I heard it back, I was like, yeah, okay. This is going to do all right. You know, like, I think, I mean, I was scared it wouldn't. I thought I was scared. I was sincerely scared that people were going to berate me like my friend did. Like, like, who do you think you are is what I felt like people were going to say. Well, a song like Hallelujah. Yeah. I mean, that that is a James very... James Osdell said it to me because I sent it to him first. I'm like, James, uh -huh. should I even do this? Here's the song. It's done. And he goes, this is probably one of the hardest songs to ever cover and you crushed it. So if James is going to tell me that, I'm okay. I'm a let's roll. But, um, JVO, you can always trust his opinion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I put that out, put those three songs out and then those... If you remember, if for people that are listening, I had those three songs that I wrote. And I go, wait, just put these out, see how it goes. People don't expect a lot from me. When they hear Solo Project, they probably thought it was all going to be like the first song I put, Le uh, Hallelujah and Lila's Lullaby, that didn't even have drums on it, really. It just had, you know, they're like, oh, he's going to put out a bunch of acoustic stuff, you know, cool. <laughs> and then they, I kept on putting out stuff. They're like, well, people are like, what is going on? And I go, it's working, it's working, it's working. And then I go, all right, save the album. So in April, I dropped Mistakes of Our Father, which is going to be the first song off my EP called Stick to Singing. And the songs will come as they come. And they'll probably be like six songs. I wanted to do a full length. Maybe I will. I don't know. But I think it's going to be an EP. And it's all going to be songs like Mistakes of Our Father that have that is that your political... Yeah, is that uh, your reaction to George Floyd, that mm -hmm. song? Mm-hmm. Okay. I do, honestly, I do. Well, it's not just that. We, it, no, there, yeah. well, there's obviously. Learning from the mistakes of our fathers. It's like, it's about all that crap. What's cool about the whole situation, and not, I'm not saying that LBC or Hoodie Life or whatever band I was in at the time wouldn't have been cool with it, but. That's not really something LBC is. I mean, we, LBC has done some political stuff and like whatever, mm. but like. And it, it's not even that political. It's just more socio-political that I'm talking about. Like, I'm not... It's just more about social issues. And I've always enjoyed your view on 
social well, issues. You. I always found it very insightful, whether it was something I agreed with or it just made me well, my, think a little differently uh, about I, things. I definitely lean left, but I'm not. I would not consider myself a progressive. I disagree with a lot of those viewpoints. I definitely disagree with a lot of the alt-right viewpoints. I would definitely say like I'm I'm more left, but I'm people think I'm like this like neoliberal. I'm like I'm not. <laughs> like I'm 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 really not. I mean, most of my friends are, but I'm not. <laughs> Whatever. I have my views. It doesn't need to be that. But when it comes to like racism and there's certain topics that I'm very like as far left as you can go like i would imagine well probably because of your culture experience here in america so i felt more comfortable doing this album with it only being on my shoulders so people are like oh you wanted all the credit no like yeah you can sure i guess but it's more like being responsible i want to be responsible for it and I'll play you some of the stuff on the way back to drop me off, uh, but like, and you guys will hear it soon. But I, you gotta, it, it, you'll when you hear it, you'll understand. Like it, it's, yeah. I mean, there's some stuff in there that like, me or I'm sure they all agree with. But anyway, so I put those four songs out and I put mistakes out, knowing that it would confuse people. Be like, what? So I'm like, yeah, this is the first song off the album. Sick to singing. And stick to singing if you get it. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, and uh, and if you don't get it, you should get it because everybody fucking tells me to always stick to singing and, and shut my mouth and just keep singing. Just, YouTube. Yes. And, yeah. Don't don't tell me your your political views. And it or, has a is it has a second meaning because a lot of times people think I'm just a singer and that I can't do I can't write songs and stuff. So it's like you can't write songs or you can't express your political yeah. feelings or, yeah. or any yeah. type of feelings, yeah. so you know, like, I was like, yeah, it doesn't matter how big on the celebrity spectrum you are. You're a person yeah. and you're allowed to voice your feelings Absolutely. and your thoughts Everybody and your views. You know, it's so annoying when people are like, oh, Matthew McConaughey, stick to acting. Shut up. Do you just fix engines all day? That's all you do all day. And when you get home, you just fix more engines. Like, come on, fuck off. You do like, more things than that. Yeah, you have like, thoughts and opinions on things. I, I'm more than just music. Another thing that annoys me is whenever I tell somebody I'm writing a book, they immediately go, oh, is it a band? Is it, is it a book about your band? Believe it or not, this brain can do other things. Like, I swear to God, it just... Like you said, but not a lot of people well, I don't, do do that. Kind and, of and I don't think anyone necessarily, maybe some do, but I'm sure some people don't. That's just the first thing that comes to their mind just because you. I get it. Have, you I get know. it. I'm, I'm, I know I was more going for a laugh there. Anyway, yeah. But like, you know, like, you know, <laughs> no, like I, I understand. Yeah. Anyway, back to Mr. Miz. <laughs> so I put those first four songs out and it wasn't my best work. It just songs as a love song for my daughter, a love song for my wife and a song that I had in the vault since 2005 and uh, that doo-woppy kind of feel. Okay. Um, I had wondered that, about that. Cause it, that was, it, that it, was com- it wouldn't have fit anywhere else. No, it was completely, completely do, different do, from do, 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 when I heard do, the doo wop esque thing. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, he's doing this, huh? I was like, okay. It's like, I'm, I'm here for it. I wasn't, ex- that was another thing I wasn't expecting. So and that's what I was hoping. And then, so uh, my friend Brad asked me, he's like, are you just fucking with people? I go, yeah, a <laughs> maybe a, a little, little bit. bit. He's like, what are you doing? Why aren't you, why aren't you starting with, let's be honest. Mistakes is out of those 
five songs is the best tune. It's the best it, song. It, yeah. I mean, it's like, I'm not stupid. I knew that. But it's the first song on my record. So I put out these three uh, standalone singles because I knew that this was going to be the first song of the off the record and and I really wanted to I really wanted this record to be a certain way and I knew that if I just could get people's feet wet a little bit and just get them to listen a little bit then drop the big song then it's boom I I, I hope it works and it obviously did but so what are what are you saying what are you trying to get across well What's the message? Each, each song has a little bit of a different message. So, well, let's talk about mistakes. Mistakes is uh, yeah. straightforward, man. It's just like a friend of mine reached out to me, and uh, and you know, man, like, this is gonna be the second time you're always gonna make me cry on this podcast. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> but like, so she, I owe you another Jim Beam. <laughs> oh yeah, shit, right? Or maybe it's the booze. I don't know. But um, so she wrote me, and she's like, uh, with everything happening right now with my my uh, civil rights, uh, with the and I'm I'm not trying to get into this, um, but with the whole um, new Supreme Court ruling, she's like, I have played your song on repeat for all day, or all night, or something, whatever, whatever she said. And I'm weird, and I don't know how to react to praise well. I, I it's one of my biggest flaws. I can't take a compliment, and I go. Well, thanks for the spins. <laughs> like, yeah. Just like that's but what you she, say. But she too. she knows me, so it didn't. Yeah. You know, she's like, you're an idiot. You I know, know like, I know what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, like I know she, what you're saying. And she's like, she's like, it really helped me. She's like, I really needed that song right now, and uh, that does tie in well with. <laughs> even though it's not, it's don't stand in our way. We are the chosen sons and the daughters. We don't stand in our way, learning from our mistakes of our fathers. I wrote it after more from a like a race point of view and like police brutality kind of point of view. And, but for all the songs, except one, I kind of keep it open. So you can make it about how you feel about these abortion rights, or you want to talk about race rights and, or whatever it is. The point is that I'm not trying to conserve. I'm trying to move forward. So Learning from the mistakes of our fathers just means I want to take all the good stuff from my dad. But I also my my dad was flawed. He had a he had a lot of flaws, and I want to move forward from that. That doesn't mean I don't love him. I don't respect him. I, I mean, obviously I do. I mean, I just fucking almost cried over it. Like I, I miss the guy so much. But if I don't move forward, he wouldn't be happy. Now the way I'm moving forward, maybe he wouldn't be so happy <laughs> about because he was ultra conservative. But like. You move forward. Yes. And, I was just thinking about and, and this we, today. And the, I the want same you to, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking about how you can embrace and honor your past while moving forward and making change. You know, you can still embrace the. And especially history. There's some bad stuff in history that we should, we should, we should maybe not put statues up for it. You know, like I'm just saying, like, uh, that's not a big argument for mine. I don't, I don't, no, that, that, exactly. What, what, but here's an example of what how I'm not that. I don't care about the statue. I don't. You're, ma- you're making you're making more of a. But you know, and great points have been made. Like, what if that person to you represents enslaving your great grandmother? And mm-hmm. I'm like, I get mm-hmm. it. I, I'm I'm not saying I don't. It just that. Again, I may agree with you. It's just that 
I only have so much energy and I'm only fight only so many fights, you know, like that's, that's in your, my opinion, that, that's your fight. And yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm just not going to fight that fight for you. Yeah, exactly. So whereas whereas many other things, I'm like, I'm there, you know, it, it comes down to like with this whole Mr. Miss stuff, the stick to singing stuff is just like. <laughs> That's such a great title. <laughs> yeah, thank you. But thank you. I appreciate it. Those three songs just came to me. And then the next ones were kind of cool because like I, people don't believe this a lot, but I only, I mean, I haven't picked up my guitar in like three weeks. I just don't care. I, I, I pick up, I pick up my guitar when I want to write a song. Yeah. Well, and when something strikes you, you're going to pick like up you your said, guitar. I'm, re- I'm reactive. Yeah. So like there are times that we'll be out with friends and I'm just like, they're talking to me and I feel that thing. And I don't know what, if I knew what that thing was, guys, I'd be a gazillionaire. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know what it is, but it gets, there's this like itch. There's this like this thing. And I, it strikes like lightning. And sometimes. I can't focus on what you're doing. And I just, all I want to do is want to go home. And the, the only thing I can do is just drink more to like, like kill it because I can't leave. Like, I can't go, I can't go and be alone and, and, by myself and write a song in the middle of a birthday party you know it doesn't work like that It'll sometimes like, you wish though and and sometimes when it's bad enough yeah you're it just makes you super. at least for me it makes you super anxious and I you're will just pull like away into like a corner and sing into my phone believe it or not i'm older than 20 and uh my my phone wasn't always there what did i do then i just freaked out like i just would like you'd have remember to remember the, it and the thing is hope you remember i barely it. can remember stuff while i'm most of us creatives aren't linear. We're, we don't have linear thought. I, I, I definitely don't. While I'm having this conversation with you, I've gone 7,000 different ways. That's just yeah. who I am. Yep. That's how I am with melodies too, though. If I think of the melody, I have to focus so hard to not get an Elvis song in my head or a Beatles song in my head because it'll go away. That melody will go away. Back to the Mr. 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 stuff. I'm going to put it out as it comes. I have one song completed that I'll put out soon whenever i feel like it and then um <laughs> that's the great thing about being in a solo project is that i don't know I'll, I'll do whatever the fuck i want yeah and then i'm waiting on and i think in the beginning of august i get a bunch of other songs back and if you guys like mistakes is the is the next one very similar and the next song's very similar like very similar stylistically i would say well yeah, kind of. Lyrically yeah. or... Lyrically, I mean, lyrically, it's on a different subject. But I mean, like, it's... It's, it's still a social... It's called Sheeple Are People. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Sheeple Are People. So, um, Oh, man. And, that needs uh, to be on a shirt. Thank you. If, it, should, if, it's, it if it's not already... If you're gonna, I, did, if I mean, if I had fans, I'd make a shirt. But I mean, like, I don't know if I have. Well, I, if you ever do, my that's my vote. That right. has my vote, and I would wear, you know. So mis- that's my that's my next one. I'll put that out, and then I got, uh, I got what four more after that that I got. I'm just waiting to get finished. I really think people are gonna like him. I'm very proud and happy with the success of uh, mistakes. The you, thing about it is, I don't. It doesn't feel different. No, I have so many, it doesn't. No, no. Because than, than say, any it's, other it's, no, it's it's because like the my plays are worldwide, so right. I don't like I have a ton of plays in Australia, a ton of plays in Italy, ton of plays in England, ton of plays in uh, Spain, Indonesia. You know, like it's just well, we're in a global market now, and so 
it doesn't affect my life. It just plays. Somebody's listening, and I, that's all that matters. Somebody's listening. I don't care who it is. It doesn't. I'm not gonna. Not any, I'm not even putting a band together. I don't care. I work really hard at promoting it. Like I'm. I like all those like free playlist like things. I'm on them every day trying to submit to different playlists and try to get on there, and it helps. And with mistakes, I think somebody somewhere without tagging me posted the song or Some, put it on a playlist yeah, and that some, you didn't some, know about yeah that i don't know I mean, about like yeah. cuz like a private playlist that they only share with their friends sure but they might be a soccer star in spain <laughs> that has a bunch of people that follow so you don't it's not easy to figure out who's listening to you all i know is i have a ton of plays a ton yeah <laughs> That's like what Taylor Swift Swift has in a second, but like you know, like I mean, like but you know, like for in a me, millisecond. Well, for me, like the idea that somebody's listened to my song thirty thousand times is like, like mind blowing. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's huge. Like, and and I and then you go then I go to my LBC Spotify page and go. It's in the it's in the millions. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you yeah. know, you realize like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> but still, I mean, I'm, everything's relative, you know. And, and, yeah. And, I didn't have a label behind this. I didn't have, I don't even have a band. It's just like, you know, when you're in a band, there's that many people promoting it too. You know, like it's just me. So yeah, I'm, LBC I'm a, comes from that, that old machine. Yeah. Well, old, you know. staying outside of high schools, hand out flyers and, and tapes and whatever. If I stood outside of high school right now, I'd get arrested. <laughs> all right. <laughs> like, who is this and guy? I, I, well, I almost got arrested a couple of times when I was 19. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, imagine like, like, you know, a 25 year, I mean, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, you could pass for. Yeah, shut up. You, no, you could can't. pass for. Yeah. I, well, I, I, that's a joke. I was on a Zoom call. Well, my mom was on a Zoom call, and she asked me to come. I was visiting her, and she was talking to my her brothers and sisters, and my uncles and aunts, and and, and my grandma. And she's like, "Hey, um, come here. Do you want to say say hi?" I'm like, "All right, cool." I sat down, and they go, "You just don't look any different," and I'm like. <laughs> Cool. I mean, I got some grays in my beard, you know, like I said that really. I'm like, look, yeah, it's like, yeah, but not in your head. Do you die? I'm like, I wouldn't know how. <laughs> so, you know, people ask me that all the time. Like, Do you dye your hair? I'm like, no, I don't see I'm, you being. I'm this. so lazy and, and so I would graciously be cool with the gray, man. I don't care. Like, I just. For the well, next, it'll for happen the next eventually. Video, though, I'm going to grow a massive beard. Well, you had a decent sized beard at one point. Beard. I remember, I think the first time, well, it wasn't the first time. It was maybe the second time I met you in person. I didn't know you were Stuby because of your beard. Because <laughs> the first time I met you, it was clean shaven Stuby. And uh, then the second time was, you know, I forget, a handful of years or something later. And you had a beard on everything. And I mean, I, and, and, when I, and, and for everybody that's listening, when I have a beard, it's not a beard. It's a beard. It is a beard. And I had no idea it was you. I think... I was actually, I think I was interviewing Kevin Singleton at Bottom Lounge, oh. and you came in a couple times during our recording, and after like one of the times you left, I'm like, I'm like, who is that? They're like, it's like, that's Stuby. I'm like, it's Stuby? Like, I, I just had no idea. Hey, just like I changed yeah. my music, I changed my music. <laughs> you changed your <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know, man. What's the point of seeing the same all the time, right? Uh, well, you're, you're, I feel like your look does fit with... This I think a big current. beard though for this new song. After I, I'll play it for you, and then you, you maybe grow it. out the hair a little more too. Oh man, yeah. my wife will. She'll flip. She so wants me to cut my hair, and I'm like, it 
takes so long to grow it. There's no way. At my age to have this hair, fuck you. I am not cutting this hair. I'm going to let this hair go. We're almost done, too, man. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, I mean, let's, uh, if I'm like, everybody, please check out Mr. Miz. I yes, think you'll please. like it. I, there's music coming when I fucking feel like putting it out <laughs> and I get into my art and whatnot. But like, um, check out Mr. Miz, check out LBC and come to Riot Fest. A lot of things to celebrate. Yeah, man. It's all good. I've talked a lot. I, unless there's, you got something we else, could I'm get, like, we, we could go. We could go on forever. We could. But yeah, I mean that's but, the thing. It's like that's what I'm saying. Like if I don't cut this off right now, yeah. we're gonna be here until like midnight. So. Well, we also want to shout out uh, not only Stuby once again for being on the podcast, but uh, Village Inn Pizzeria yeah. in Skokie. Please hit up this place if you get the it's chance. It's really cool. It's cool. Being honest, very nice and courteous staff. The pizza's great. It is. Happy hour's been great i'm gonna go home and smoke some weed and eat the rest of that fucking shit i'm serious i might honestly eat the rest of it or some of it on my i, I might on just have right a on my right back I, nice. i'm not gonna lie i, I probably will so cool. so uh mr miz and, and infusions lucky boys confusion yeah i think fusion? that's confusion <laughs> infusion? oh shit i didn't i'm not I didn't even that's the first that? time that's the first oh time my I, God. oh shit that's weird infusion confusion Oh, that'll be is. the next that'll be the next Ooh, that's, that's, could be, that could be the next uh ep or i don't know if i'm gonna do lucky boys that. will be featured on a infusions song and it could be infusions confusion I could. something like that anyway peace <laughs> that new mr miz and the infusion song that stubie was talking about is actually out now on all streaming platforms and you'll find it under Sheeple. Enjoy the show. Did you hear about Kennedy? It's the truth, not conspiracy. He said, Do you really want to be the last to know? We never and did you hear about the boy and the balloon? I sit back and just enjoy the show. But let me live in the dark. Ooh, and don't you turn the lights on. I know you think I'm a mark. Ooh, and don't you turn the lights on. Let me live in the dark. Ooh, and don't you turn the lights on.
song from Mr. Miz and the Infusions, Sheeple. Enjoy the show. Special thank you again to Stubby Pondiv for being on the podcast and the Village Inn Pizzeria and Skokie for being so kind to let us record in their back room. I'm Jacques Lamore. Thank you so much for listening to Pop Punk and Pizza. Do me a huge favor Drop us a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on social media at Pop Punk Pizza Pod. If you want to support the show even further, consider becoming a patron or buy some merch at poppunkpizzapod.com. And don't worry, we'll have some pizza again very soon. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hello, it's nice.